We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about Canelo versus Triple G. We're going to play some spitball, NFL games of the week, and our picks. So stay tuned. Did this shit my whole life. And we're back! Yay! Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Um, everyone's here. <laughs> everyone's here. Yeah. Tim, Tim voted. I did vote. He's got a hat on that says he voted. My hat, <laughs> by the way, which you defaced. I mean, was, I, I didn't think it was a big deal to put a sticker on a hat and then take it Bro, off. Bro, you after. don't take someone's thing and then just change it. That's like me giving you a shirt and then you giving it back and it's tie-dye. Ooh. Nah, it's like giving you a shirt that I had a sticker on that I took the sticker off and gave back to you. Nah. <laughs> Damn, why'd you cover the logo too, dog? So foul. Because it says I voted. Yeah, but I, want, I wanted to give the people, we're on camera, I wanted to give the people a good message. I'm not surprised that Tim voted for something. I have no idea what you voted for, to be honest with you. Voted for governor. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm, you, I'm you New York. It's the Democrat. Yeah, I should yeah. No, I don't know. Not good. Guys, don't follow me. I'm not a good example. <laughs> I, uh, sort of. I'm team uh, Cuomo. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should. I don't no, know I mean, I, I just share that information. I'm ju- I'm just Team Cuomo because uh, he he made DFS legal. You know, I'm very simple. You do one thing for me. I'm pretty horny about it. <laughs> and that's how Hitler rose to power. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no. you farted. Nah, that was me. That was me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all the way over there. I didn't get any of it. I'm right next to. I don't know how it traveled it. this way and then I came that way. I wasn't gonna say anything. It's it's gravity. Gravity. It's gravity. Yo, it's, it, it stings the way. nostrils. Yeah. It's very, it stinks. It's like uh, it's I'm back on this protein. That's why. So it's Yo, if I take protein, first of all, I'm taking gigantic shits, and I smell like a piece of shit. Yo, thanks for that, man. I appreciate. I'm just that. saying. That's why I'm off the. Pro- I haven't taken protein in maybe like seven months. Off the protein. I'm off the protein. Sounds hard. The the powder protein. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta eat the protein. It, though. You, gotta, you eat the protein. Damn, you're not vegan, bro. Uh, yo, amp, you still vegan? <laughs> 
No? <laughs> <laughs> he was vegan for 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, anyway, uh, the pick and pull w- that we have going on on our Patreon is officially underway. So if you are joining now, you can't. It's too late. Sorry. Uh, well, I mean, you can, but you'll be like way behind the able. That's true. But you'll be the same as Nick because you forgot to put in a line. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I did, but yeah, I, I didn't read the rules about how, how it had to be before Thursday Night Football. Yeah. And then you made the adjustments, hacked the system, <laughs> cheat the system. And then for some reason, it still didn't work. Yeah, I don't know. but I got my picks in this week, but I have a lot of ground to make. Yeah. You're going to have to have a good four weeks to yeah. pass some people. Catch I'm not, yo, I, I, I just realized like I'm never going to be confident going into that. It's hard. It's hard There's to a make. lot of games. It's a lot of games. And also, like, I changed my order maybe 100 times. That's the problem. You got to lock them and leave them. I only know like my most confident and my least confident, and the rest is just a blur. I mean, you'll get you'll get there eventually. I know for me personally, like I always start the season the first four weeks. I'm like one and two at best every week, and then yeah, I went I, twelve I and four later. last week. I just fucked up my points. But I actually did good last week. I was, I was surprised. twelve and four picking all the games. That's pretty good. That's f- you're in the top ten, good. right? That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and I missed like my sixteen, my fourteen. What is the max amount of points? I think it was a hundred. No. Was it? I don't know. Someone had 96 points. Someone had 98. That's a leader. 98. I think. Shit. I think Shout they got like every game right. Well, no, maybe 98 is the most. Yo, Impy, can you can you do this math? 16 plus 15 plus 14 <laughs> plus 13. I feel like that's an equation that you could do easier, but I don't know it. Yeah, I don't know it either. Yeah. You guys all do that. It's the fake 16 factorial. You're a teacher. You don't know this stuff? I'm a social studies teacher. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, 57. <laughs> it's that not, is not, not, not right. at all. Not 57. You got to put every number. I got it. I got it. I'm almost there. 136. 136. 136. Yo, 57. <laughs> oh my. Bro, you're <laughs> almost one third of the way. Like. Bro. <laughs> No, plus, plus 12, plus 11, plus 10, plus 12. <laughs> yeah, he stopped at 13 for those who Oh, man. God. Tim forgot to say et cetera. And We're not mathematicians. You got a college degree? Yeah, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> He's I'm just checking. Just checking. Just checking. Um, anyway, let's let's talk about boxing. I don't think we've ever talked about boxing. No, we have. I mean... The big ones. Yeah, this is a huge one. Like this one. We definitely yeah. talked about Mayweather McGregor. Well, yeah, that one I don't really count. It was like faux boxing. It was really faux boxing. Faux boxing. Uh, real boxing, though. This is the uh, the fight that everyone wants to see: Canelo versus Triple G. Me and Nick made a wager on the last one. I had Canelo, so I'm psyched because clearly he lost that fight. <laughs> but it came out a tie. I was like, all right, I don't have to pay anything. What was it? Fifty bucks? hundred bucks? I, I think we went hundred. Yeah. I think we went fifty, we'll, we'll, but we know. We'll meet at seventy-five to be safe. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so the last fight ended, and I think everyone were kind of all in agreement that Canelo lost that fight, Triple G won that fight, and we thought it was obvious, and then you got to the scorecards, and it was like, oh, no, majority draw. Andale, Andale Bird? Uh, what's her name? Her last name is Bird, is the yeah, judge. Right. Yeah. She, she does got, a lot of UFC also. Yeah. She got a lot of heat. Yeah, she got a lot of heat for yeah, that. Yeah, Because bad. she... Cause her card was all over the place. The one judge ruled it like... In favor of, uh, it was like, I don't know, what's the boxing splits? Like, I know in UFC it's 10 9. It's the same. It's the same in, in boxing also? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's the splits. But it was like it was like 16-14 Triple G, say, for example. And then she had an 18-10 Canelo. And yeah. Did like, she and another referee have like almost exact opposite cards, too? That's the thing that they were saying. And yeah. it was in favor of the other fighter as well. That's And she was she's always been... And her name has always been thrown in the ring of like kind of being shady. Yeah. Like the way you're scoring these fights. Yeah. It didn't really make sense. We were watching that. We we're like, what? And it, it was just like, you remember the f- other fight? Um, 
Who's that dude that beat Pacquiao? Bradley. Bradley, yeah. He yo, he hmm. beat Pacquiao. We're watching that fight. We're like, oh god damn. Pacquiao. We're won. outside of the bar. Yeah, we left the bar already. And then, and then some dude Simon ran out was like, oh! And we're like, what happened? He's like, Bradley won. We're like, what? That was ran Eric. back in. No, it was Eric. Yeah, that was no, Eric. No, no, it was like random dude came out, I think. No, and then we, we stopped because we heard it on the loudspeaker. And oh. Eric ran inside. And Eric oh. ran back in. Yo, that's crazy. Crazy. That I remember watching that fight. I was streaming it, and I had like kind of dozed off and fallen asleep because it was like you know it's, it's a Mayweather fight. Timothy yeah. Bradley? No, Bradley. No, was the Bradley oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. The Pacquiao fight, but that those are more exciting. But still, I fell asleep because it was such a one-sided event, and then I got woken up to that. Whoa. Yeah, the difference between that fight and like this the first Canelo Triple G fight is that there was a video that came out after. Like everyone was like, "Yo, what the fuck." But there was a video that came out after, and it was, it was kind of explaining how Bradley was scoring all his points. And it made some sense. You know what I mean? At least I, you, there was some clarity there. I haven't seen anything from the first fight of Canelo Triple G. Like, that one just made no sense to me. Uh, but we get to see it again, which is good. And then we'll probably see it again, because they're going to want to have a fucking trilogy. A rematch. Well, not even a trilogy. The first one's a wash. And now it's I like, mean, all right, if, if you beat me, I'm going to beat. And if I beat you, we're going to get a third one. That's you know? how it goes. It would be a third fight then, yeah. Who else do you want to see fight anyway? Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder is the other fight. Heavyweights. Yeah, but they're taking fights, like separate fights. They're not fighting each other too. I don't think that fight's happening either. I'm pretty sure Joshua is fighting someone. Well, regardless, I'm saying outside yeah, of this fight, fight, who else do you yeah, want to yeah. see? Like this is the money fight that everyone's going to watch. So I'd rather see them fight three times than them fight some random person or something. I want to see the up. two heavyweights go at it. That's what I'm trying to say. Everyone does. Boxing is better and it's more powerful it's more mainstream when it's heavyweight fighters. If you have bo- if you have a boxing match between people who are UFC sized, like why wouldn't you just watch UFC? So much more athletic and entertaining. Well, I mean, and there's more chance of a knockout too. I think that's why everyone UFC. likes heavyweights too because there's a big yeah. chance of a knockout well, happening, and that's why UFC is so exciting. It's because it's like doesn't matter how big these people are, someone could get knocked out here. When the heavyweights fight is basically a boxing match in the UFC anyway. Yeah, it's not many heavyweights. It's pretty are. much guaranteed that someone's getting finished in a. UFC or boxing? a UFC fight, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because of the lighter gloves and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They connect. It's good I don't remember the last time I seen a heavyweight that was like, putting people in arm bars. Yeah. Nah. They don't do I that. I mean, nah. I don't know. My guy Razor Blades is kind of a... Yeah, he's a wrestler. Curtis wrestler Blades? Too, yeah. Who's he fighting? Um, Nagano. Oh, yeah. They're that's running right. it back. Yeah. Yeah. Taking Blades. But, uh, I'm off Nagano yeah. now. Fuck him. Yo, question. <laughs> if you guys were fighters... How would you feel about fighting someone that has been busted for or accused of taking performance enhancing drugs? Because this is this is this has always been my argument, right? With baseball, guy takes steroids. You still got to make contact with a 98 mile per hour gotta hit pitch, the ball. right? Yeah. You still got to hit the ball. And that shit is hard. In fighting, I can physically pummel you. Yeah. And if I'm taking roids or I'm taking any, you know performance enhancing drugs that's like physical that's that's abuse you know like that's enhancing my performance physically to beat up someone like there i think it's crazy there i'm like totally against it so how would you guys feel about that honestly i get what you're saying and i kind of agree with you at the same time though if you're one of these guys it's like you do it for the money you know if it was someone it was a lesser person it's like i'm not fighting you bro you're a cheater but it's like all right it was canelo all right maybe i'll do it blame it on him his, the beef he was eating. Yeah. They're like pointing to that as like a faulty. I, I think also it's the difference between like did he, he already failed and served his time or did he like fail 
and then like Ryan brought it and beat it. Well, they were supposed to fight, and then he failed, and I think it got just like postponed, basically. Pushed back, yeah, postponed. I mean, that's how I would handle it if I was fighting him. Like I'd be like, "Yo, let's wait till it's out of your system." That's what I was gonna say wait too. Wait a couple months or whatever, whatnot. Yeah. When you're clear, when you can test clear, then we'll fight. It's kind of like similar with Floyd, Manny, Pacquiao. How like Floyd never wanted to fight him because he never take a drug test was the rumor. Yeah, he said he was afraid of like, needles. Yeah. Guy has tattoos, but he's afraid of needles. But <laughs> yeah, so he was he wouldn't take a drug test, so that's why. As uh, a person who has tattoos, and also as a person who got a shot in his rear end every single month for twelve years, uh, what I had rheumatic fever. Anyway, long story short, I had to get a shot every month for twelve straight years. There's a difference between needles and tattoo needles. Sure, There's but a it's big like. Difference. It's, di- it's different. To fight Floyd Mayweather, bro, I'll f- put a, a sword in me and I'll fight him. <laughs> That's that what money? I think it comes down to. I think it, it comes down to the money. Yeah, like, of it, course. It, you're going to fight Canelo because you're going to get like... If it's going to further your career, I'll, I'll put up yeah. with it. But I'm not fighting some random dude who's on steroids just because like, fuck right. that guy. Like, If I'm bigger than him, it doesn't matter. These how, dudes are both the guy. How much is it worth to you? What is what worth? The Getting that fucking... Oh, yeah. Him. You got to pay me. You got to pay, yeah. pay him. Yeah, bro. But... And triples their game. It's also one them. of the best boxers. Like, I could slip that shit. I don't you know think I mean? Canelo cares either that he got like that dude is a multimillionaire. He don't care that he got busted for okay. steroids. It's the same thing with these baseball players. Yeah, they get bagged. It's like multimillionaires. Yo, I'll take, I'll take a couple shots here and there, and then I'll get my hundred million dollars guaranteed, and then whatever. I'll serve a suspension. Who cares? Yeah. So ultimately, you get paid. Call that the Robbie Cano. Hmm. So who you guys have in this fight? Triple G, baby, Saint. Staying true. I want to say him, but I don't. Like I can't now. I, I think it it has to be triple. Fuck that! G I'm taking the steroids actually. Cause not not for nothing, they want a third fight. Boxing's not headlining many things anymore. This is a headlining fight. Mm-hmm. It's got people like us talking about it. Draw, draw, draw. Fucking again? Uh, Logan Paul is the new boxing headliner. Yo, did they fight? They had a they monster event in London. Did they? How? Who won? Draw. Oh, it was a draw. Uh, Money grab, fishy, bro. Fishy, yeah, fishy, fishy. Very fishy. But they sold out that. Was, was Yo, the they made O2? so much money. Did you watch the fight? Yeah, I did. Did you? Who yeah. won? Who won? Uh, I thought the kid uh, KSI won. The other guy. Lo- Yo, Logan Paul's a big fucking dude. I can't believe we're talking about Logan Paul. In this <laughs> Yo, Logan Paul's a big dude. And he didn't look... Like, he's an athlete, dude. He wrestled. He played football. Like, I, I was like, Yo, I think he's going to kick the shit out of this kid. And the only problem was, like, he gassed out. Because, like, you mm. never boxed before. You don't realize when you're fighting someone for real five rounds fifth round you're kind of like i can't see right now yeah. i don't know why <laughs> so like the last two and a half rounds this kid was just like beating the shit out not beating the shit out of him but like getting back he was bouncing around throwing throwing punches and like logan was just kept tying up like it was just you know so it was legit boxing it, i mean for amateurs it was a good it was a good i'm not even gonna lie like I, well, every, every part of me wanted to hate it every part, <laughs> of, every part of me wanted to hate it but it really was not bad and whoever started this whole YouTube boxing thing is but, a genius. But that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like that's where boxing has become now. In terms of like popularity, it's like, yo, Logan Paul's boxing. Yo, Joe, yeah. how, how much for you to get in the ring? I was about to well, ask. With I don't know whoever. It could be someone he dislikes. Probably yeah, for very somebody, little money. somebody you don't like. You I don't, don't, don't want to put you on blast on the people you don't like out there out here on on the show. Well, it's everybody. I don't like anybody. Okay, then all of them. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's on the menu. <laughs> no, I mean, for I've never boxed before in my life, so I would have to. If you gave me like a year, I'll fight. I'll fight whoever. Like if I Let's really go. trained for like a year, I'd fight whoever, whoever it was. Yo, fight me. Yo, Yo there's no way that any of these kids are a better athlete than me. Like there's just no way. 
Like I can't even wrap my mind. I'm taking you in a fight against one of these guys. I would need a year though. How's the knee? How's the knee? I I fuck the knee. I'll tape that shit up. (laughs) As long as you don't put me in like a lateral movement. If they put me in a knee bar, we're gonna have trouble. But you know what I'm saying? It's MMA. Yeah, we're chilling. We're chilling. I'll be the bald guy in the corner because everyone needs a bald guy in the corner. I'll be the bald guy. The towel over your shoulder. When I get back, you just like squeeze a sponge on my head. Nah, but I got a I got triple G. I think he's gonna point them up. But it'll be interesting to see because, I mean. The public feels he probably feels he won that last fight. So, what if he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna push forward." Like, what if he leaves himself open, trying to be aggressive, instead of not leaving it to the judges like last time? And he he might get run the risk of getting caught because I think Canelo hits way harder than he does. But I think Triple G is just straight up smarter than him. He'll just get his points and get in, get out. Yeah, I mean, but I do worry about him becoming like overly aggressive, like I said, because. Yo, the judges in any sport are just like it's just in a close fight. You don't want to leave it to the judges, and often you hear when you when someone loses a decision or a split decision, they'll be like, "I could have done more," and I, you know it's my fault for leaving it to the judges. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think we see a more aggressive Triple G, and I think it might backfire. Interesting. Yo, uh, Golovkin is uh, minus one fifty five, so one hundred fifty five bucks wins you a hundred. Uh, uh, Canelo is the underdog. Question: I've been listening to. A lot of Joe Rogan podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. That shit is incredible. Love that was it. the first time I stumbled uh, upon it. Love it. He had TJ Dillashaw on, and he talked about presenting the idea to UFC about going to 10 judges. Because, like, with three judges, you might have two dummies, Ten. like, two, like... 10 so It's a lot, but it's good. But, like, his, his theory, his theory <laughs> it behind it is, like, yo, if, if you have 10 judges and they make it 5-5, five, five, then that's a draw. Like, for real, because you right. have all these different minds there. Whereas three, it might be, what, what happens if you get stuck with two two birds? Like, the chick's name is Bird that we're, everyone's complaining about. And then, like, the one judge is good. It's like, you ruin a, you ruin someone's career, their their momentum, all that could get halted by, by a, a judge. Like I that. feel like five would do. I Ten's mean, a lot. Also, more people, less chance of getting corrupted. Because then you got to pay off ten. Word. You can't just pay off one. I like, it it wouldn't even four. be worth it. Yeah, it wouldn't even be worth it to pay off like two people. It'd be like, right. well, fuck. Like, or you got to you got to pay off at least like I, I would say four people, or maybe even five, six. Word. At that yeah. point, just take that money and fucking bet the underdog. Jesus, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'd like five if you're five spans. Five. I, I don't want to see like a five-five draw. I want to see like three-two. I think know. ten is a perfect number. Fuck it, oh, one well, that's a lot of fucking judges. Like, I don't care about ten people's point of view on one fight. I'll be a judge at that point. I mean, but if you're giving three point of views and if you're giving ten, what's the real difference? Except you are more likely to get the actual answer or a draw. I don't know. And uh, but also, isn't, there, isn't it always twelve judges in like court, or is that just so that's the like Supreme, Supreme Court? Supreme Court. Supreme Court. And there's twelve yeah. jurors as well. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. What about men. what about nine people? What's wrong with five? Five's too little. We're trying to go, we're trying to go insane here. Listen, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with the three. There are I some thirty bad judges. <laughs> so I tell you what, everyone in the audience get a scorecard. All right, twenty five percent is coming from the. Let's phone a friend. Fucking, yeah, like you got one of those. Pull the audience. Nah, yo, yeah, who wants things. to win? Who wants to? What yeah, the fuck's that? Take your phones out. Must be a billionaire. There you go. Yo, but isn't there always, no matter what, whether it's MMA or boxing, there's always issues with a judge. A judge. I mean, there's always, always going to be, though. You can't fix that. I think if you add more to it, yeah. five, seven, nine, ten. I think there definitely should be at least five. Three is, is tough because, I mean, if one of them is even corrupted, it makes such a difference. Yeah, yeah. that's like arguably this girl last time. Yeah. Arguably. Um. By the way, what... 
you know, jumping on the back of what Nick just said before, minus 155 for Golovkin. To me, that's a heavy favorite for for these two guys. Like, both have ba- basically have never barely lost in their career. And there were it was essentially a pick em. That's why we made that bet even, yeah. too. It was like minus 110, minus 105, which yeah. is basically a coin flip. Now I think this is just based off of what they the saw. last fight where I was like, all right, he won that fight. That that girl you're talking about, Bird, is sick. Probably. Or she's not sick. Why? Or she's rich. Because, like, everyone, to the point where Vegas as well, oh. saw that that fight was won by Triple G to the tune of, yeah, one fifty. what was it, 155? 155. Yeah. 155. Canelo's plus 135. That's, that's a large gap. And, yo, you know, Vegas was not too happy with that decision either because... In these mega fights, a lot of people bet the draw. Yeah, because it's like eight to one odds, nine to one odds, hundred bucks wins you eight, nine hundred dollars. Like, yeah, oh, whatever, whatever happens. And it has and a bad. And boxing has a bad rep for that too, about corruption. So it's like, why not? Right, it's it's between all promotional. The, yeah, yeah, it's all promotional. You want to protect your fighter, right? Yeah. If if my fighter's fifty and zero, I want I want to do the best I can. That's a lot of uh, one of the biggest knocks on Mayweather is he never fought the guys he was supposed to fight at the right time. Like he. He fought them, well, not at the right time of their careers. Like, he fought Pacquiao. People wanted that fight in, like, 2009. I remember when I first went to Buff State for college, my roommate was, like, a, the, the biggest Mayweather fan. And then my other roommate was a big Pacquiao fan. It's like, yo, we want this fight now. We want this fight now. And then when did it happen? 2015? 2016? Yeah. It's like... Way past when it should have. Yeah. And, and who was the dude? Um, I see his name. I see his face. He was a number one contender. He also got old. I don't know his name, but Mayweather fought him way past his prime as well. Ha- uh... Not that Bernard, way, yeah. Bernard, something. Bernard Hopkins. I thought that too. I don't <laughs> know. Like B- no, not. I don't know, man. Black dude. Yeah, yeah, light skinned black guy. Light skinned black guy. Bold. Shane Mosley. He he fought him. Shane Mosley hit the fuck out of him. Shane Mosley knocked like him the, out. The only guy that like clean clocked him. Like, Yo, he whole... he hit Mayweather. Who's like, oh, yeah. Shit. Then he beat the shit out of him. Still past his prime, though. Yeah, way past his prime. Dude right. had gray hair and shit. Right, exactly. So. Hairs. He had some hair. He got De La Hoya past his prime. Yeah. He got, got Canelo way too I early. Canelo was like 22, 23 years old when he fought Mayweather. Like yeah, he was mad right young. Now. Yeah. 26? Yeah. De La Hoya might run for president in 2027. Oh, my God. Uh, De La Hoya got Christ. his own promotion. He's uh, hosting Tito versus Chuck Liddell. Tito Ortiz. Don't, don't even. Don't. That's great. I don't even want to see That's that. That's amazing. Hold on. An MMA promotion? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, these are two guys that are two legends, probably Hall of Famers that are fighting each other. But uh, trying to shit on Tim's MMA, yeah, 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 I know, I know. He's looking at you like, come on, <laughs> you're not the only one listening nah, yeah, to this he's thing. So- Fuck you. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, hey. You know what? Fuck hey. you instead. Let's go. Show that new haircut. He's out. He's talking about boxing. I'm just crazy. Fuck everybody in this room. <laughs> um. All right, cool. Let's get to some uh, spitball. <laughs> Starting with under the knife. Uh, Russell Westbrook had knee surgery and is going to be reevaluated in about a month. Uh, a little concerning. He just signed that max deal. He's a guy that's built on his explosiveness. Going under the needle. I don't know. A little hesitant. 30 years old now. Never know. So let's see how his knee holds up going forward. Uh, more degromination. Jacob deGrom has set the major league record for most consecutive starts, allowing three or fewer runs. 25, breaking a... Ready for this one? 108-year-old record. That's right. No one in modern baseball has ever done it. Think about the best pitcher you've ever seen. He's never done it. Think about the most dominant season you've ever seen. That's never happened. Yet Wait, what he has is, he done? Uh, 25 consecutive starts allowing three runs or less. Wow. Yet, 
You're, Yet somehow he is eight and nine on yeah. the season. With the rest of his starts, he can only win a max of eleven games. That would already be the lowest ever by a Cy Young Award winner. Listen to this stat: over seventy-five percent of Jacob Degrom's pitches have come while either tied or in a one-run game. That is by far the most in the league. He has a one-seven-one ERA with two hundred and thirty-nine Ks and an O ninety-five WHIP. If this guy doesn't win Cy Young, I might uh, I might burn down the MLB offices. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. I'm starting the I'm starting the movement. Jacob Degrom for Cy. I think that movement has been going. It yeah. has it has been. But you know what? I'm I'm claiming it as my own. <laughs> uh, storied season. Uh, shout out to Trevor Story becoming the first shortstop ever to hit 40 doubles, 30 home runs, and steal 25 bases in a season. Dude just turned up the whole second half, and yo, he might be in uh, MVP talks. Yeah, he's definitely in MVP talks, but he might be in the lead for an MVP. Wow. Colorado has just had... We just saw him, too, by the way. Non-stop, ridiculous play at shortstop for, like, 15, 20 straight years. Yeah. And they have Nolan Arenado, MVP candidate. Like, they have, like... Blackman, too. Loaded, yeah. Charlie! Loaded. <laughs> I just wanted you to... Oh, yeah, that was yeah, fire. Yeah. He has this walk-up music. Is that song? You know that song? Josie's on a vacation for... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. That was good. That was way too was long. Good. That did take bad long. <laughs> I, sang, even, I sang the shit out of that. <laughs> I'm not sure if you want the Joey to keep going or you just didn't. Yeah, when, so yeah. when it says tonight, they shut the music off and the whole stadium goes, tonight. It's awesome. That's cool. Where is that again? Charlie Blackman's welcome. Oh, music. Yeah, yeah, oh. Charlie Blackman's welcome. music. Yeah, um, all right, around Europe we go. Croatia in their first game back since the World Cup final. Ready for this? 6 nothing gangbang <laughs> suffered from Spain. Spain just blew the doors off them. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and next week, the Champions League kicks off once again. One of my uh, favorite sporting events to track throughout the year. USA with a one nothing win over Mexico, too. Neymar, go. high praise for the, for the Americans, too. They played on Friday. My parents went. My tickets were missing. I guess I didn't get the invite. <laughs> but uh, Neymar said, he's like, yo, between Timothy Waya, who he plays with, and PSG, he's like, yo, you got him. You got Christian. He's like, you got you got some good pieces there going forward. So let's see. 2026, man. It's going to be in USA. Let's get some calls our way. You know what I'm saying? I hope brother? so, man. I hope so. I want to I want to be a fan so bad. Oh, yeah. I really do. Uh, farewell, Captain. Uh, David Wright announced today that he will be joining the Mets for one last game on September 29th. He'll be starting at third base. And then he is being forced to leave the game, retire from spinal stenosis. The doctors told him that it will not get any better. Um, spinal stenosis is the uh, rapid deterioration of your spine. So good luck to David right in the future just in general. Thank you for all the memories. Thank you for everything. The captain is retiring. So David Wright, uh, kudos. Grew up a Mets fan in Virginia because of the uh, because of the Virginia uh, I'm sorry the Norfolk Tides who was our AAA program came up with the Mets stayed with the Mets when he could have got money elsewhere uh, true Met he's his, his number is next to be retired and that number five is going to be in pretty cool he got wall. to go out his way because he always talks about how he wanted to play in front of his two little girls so he's going to get that chance in that that game yeah I guarantee you he hits a home run in one of those games I fucking oh my guarantee. god guarantee he's not he's actually not going to play the thirtieth. As of right now, he's only healthy enough to play one game. Not really even healthy enough to play one game. He'll hit a home run, yo. If there's like a betting prop, I'm going to put like 100 bucks on it. <laughs> it's going to be some storybook shit. Yo, you always see it in baseball, too. Do you right? If I see that, I'll cry. So I'll cry like, right now thinking about it. I was, I was kind of tearing up a little bit just watching the press conference and seeing how emotional he was. I hate that. Yeah, he was. Dude, when I saw Eli crying, I was like... Yeah, they tough, were, that was rough because he's like, yo, I hope I got all my emotions out with the guys because he said he told them first they went in the locker room. And he started breaking down. Yo, as soon as he put the towel to his face, all you heard was the camera's clicks. 
fucking assholes. I was like, yeah, that's, that's the picture right there for tomorrow. Bunch yeah. of savages. Um, <laughs> match pa- <laughs> Max Patch to Vegas. Uh, Patch, you ready? You got dealt to Vegas, the Golden Knights, to the, you know, the Western Conference champion. Kind of, you know, saw that coming. Not necessarily to Vegas, but him getting dealt. They've been going back and forth, him and the Canadians. So, uh, yeah, the first American captain of Montreal is now out the door. And also Eric Carlson. To the Sharks. The Sens got sent to the Sharks for some uh, players and prospects and some picks. So, a couple big-name captains on the move there from Canada. Interesting. Out west. Going west, too. All right, cool. Uh, you guys want to talk some NFL? Sure. Mm-hmm. What are you pointing at me for? I was going to stop you for a second, but I decided not to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so we got the three games of the week here. Four. Three games. Sorry, four, I, can't, four, I four. can't count. Four? We got four. One, two, three, four. We have four. Yep. We're going crazy. Uh, first game here, we have Patriots at Jaguars. Jaguars mm-hmm. beat the Giants 20 to 15 last week. Patriots did their thing. Uh, what, what do we see in this game? First of all, there's a fan that's going to be flying a banner over the stadium that says Miles Jack wasn't down. That's going over the stadium. <laughs> and Miles Jack actually responded by saying, like, I can't believe I have to relive that again. I was just starting to forget about it. So I don't know. I wonder if that's actually a good thing for the Jaguars. But I will say this. This is the type of game that everyone's been kind of speculating that this might be time for the Patriots. This is the type of game that the Patriots, Patriots, the Patriots that we have known, come through and kick the shit out of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They almost beat them in the playoffs. They feel like they should have won. They've been talking shit all summer like they should have won. And the Pats are going to their house. This mm. is the type of game where the Pats used to dominate, go in there and actually crush the spirits of people. So if it is truly the old Pats, the, the Jaguars could be in for a surprise here. And I like the Jaguars season long. In this game, I think the, the Pats might have some old Pats in them. Put, laying a little smackdown. Also, I think it's worth it's you know worth it to note that Fournette is dinged up. Mm-hmm. Their best offensive weapon, their other best offensive weapon, is not playing, Marquise Lee. So it's like that offense already. I already said what I had to say about their offense. I'm not crazy about their offense. And then you have Fournette go down. It's like T.J. Yeldon. Are you beat the Pats good? Like, can you be an every down back? Or is Fournette going to play? Or is how long, how many is he going to be on a snap count? Is he going to like you know what I mean? So if, if if he's gonna split with T.J. Eldon or something, what was it, his hamstring that was fucked up? It's hamstring, hamstring. Yeah, so something like that. Like you want to maybe not work him too crazy to not pull it and be out a couple weeks or some shit. Those soft tissue injuries, man, they they will linger. Also, not for nothing, the Patriots are gonna score. I don't care who's on defense; like they're going to score points. It's not like they're gonna lose seven to three, right? You know. So and let's not forget that this defense they had a two touchdown lead against the Pats, and all New England could do was throw on them. Because that's what you do when you're down two scores, and he threw Brady threw all over the field on them too. Yeah. So they know that that defense could be had, mm-hmm. and I don't think anything's going to change. I'm curious to see what they do with Jalen Ramsey because last year they didn't put him on Gronk. Well, actually, it wasn't fair to you can't really say because Gronk left that game early. Yeah. That's another thing. Gronk didn't even play in that game, and they came back and beat him. So it, it's going to be because Jalen Ramsey's been running his mouth the entire offseason. Yeah. So and he actually called out Gronk too. So. Be careful what you wish for. I man. don't even care who Jalen Ramsey thinks he is or if he's the best corner ever. Gronk's uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't fucking matter. Look, one thing about Darrell Revis used to be the best corner ever. He did not dare to come out and talk shit about the Patriots because he knew what would happen to him if he did. Yeah, I think you guys are underestimating the Jaguars. I don't like the Jaguars. I man. don't think it's that crazy. Yo, who do the Patriots have lining up besides Gronkowski? 
Who cares? I think exactly. What do you mean? Who cares? I mean, Chris Hogan, Philip Dorsett had a pretty good game. The the That's Patriots have no never been loaded us. though. Yeah, but they've had Edelman, Danny Amendola last year. They had much better weapons last year. Cooks. Right, but who? But what is Cooks. who is Danny Amendola without the without Brady? Like, is he gonna is he gonna thrive in Miami? Gonna be the same player? I don't Bro, think that's so. That's not what I'm talking about. I was still they still have chemistry. Saying, okay, sure, but you have you have Chris Hogan, you have Gronkowski. The backfield's pretty good. The bat that's who's gonna do it. The Gronkowski is be, the I'm worried about. It's gonna be Rex Burkhead. It's gonna be James White. I mean, Sony Michelle, if he comes back, don't forget that's yeah. three good backs. That's right. three good backs still that not can catch me. and run. Well, maybe not James White, but. If they shut down Gronkowski, it's a heavy, heavy mission because the Texans were doubling him outside. He was he made a couple crazy catches, he one really for did. that touchdown <coughs> on the left side, like in the corner by the pylon. But yo, if you put Gibson and Barry Church on them, or even Ramsey, they could put whoever they want on Gronkowski because they could put their number one. Like I said, Ramsey, they could put Jack. They can mix it up because they don't have to worry about covering those wide receivers. I don't think with the depth they have. It's not. It's. It, this I is, think it could be like a ten-seven game. I don't think so. Yeah, I saw a lot of guys open for the Giants last week. I watched that game again. I watched the Giants twice a week. I watch them live, and then I watch them after. And a lot of people were open. If Eli Manning – Eli Manning is the issue now. I know I'm getting a little sidetracked, but r- relating it to this game, Brady doesn't miss open guys like that. He overshot Odell on a touchdown into the end zone. Yep. That was, was a crossing pa- a pattern to Ingram that he overshot. It's like, yo, even some of the catches holes. were bad balls. Yeah, the they, pick it was six just, was a horrible. It ball. was just well, that got deflected though. Uh, even even the plays where it was like there was a one play early on in the game where Ingram like mossed like two people. It's like that's and just Ingram. Back. Yeah, but that's just Ingram making a play. That was a terrible throw. Yeah, it's like the 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 way the Giants were moving the ball on this team was because the the playmakers were making plays. Eli was like not accurate. Now you get Brady coming in, like he's gonna be not accurate because I mean he always is. Not only that, but it's like, what do we always say? It's like, how do you beat the Patriots? You put pressure on Tom Brady. But if you put pressure on Tom Brady, there's a bunch of speed guys out there. It's the quick throws. It's like that's how he's gonna beat you too. Because this dude, if you give him time, they're gonna find open space. Like they don't have to be super super nice because the schemes are great, the the routes right. are, are are great, the play is great, and it's like people are just gonna be open. You know what I mean? And the quarterback's back there. If he, he can read the defense, he knows when they're in zone. He knows when they're in man. We know how to switch up the play. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't need someone, you know, fantastic out there making plays, even though I think that Chris Hogan is a very good uh, wide receiver despite the week one that he had. Gronk, obviously, maybe the greatest fucking tight end of all time. And then, you know what I mean? Whoever the fuck else you want to throw out there. Philip Dorsett, speed guy, burn it down the field or catch some under route shit. They have playmakers, man, and Rex Burkhead and fucking James White can catch the ball. So, I mean, I'm not worried about the Patriots moving the ball. I think Tom Brady could throw to me and you if we if they if we wanted to. I think, yeah, I think like you said, the game is a game of chess when Bill Belichick is on there, and it doesn't matter if he has the shiniest pieces or the piece of shit pieces that are made out of plastic with cracks in them. His his queen is still taking your king, right? You know what I mean? Like it's it's still going down, and not to, not to say that the Jacksonville Jaguars don't have a chance here. I but this is the type. Here. Yeah, I, I agree. But this is the type of game that the Patriots go through and completely annihilate people. In the past, when the Patriots were the Patriots, now I suspect that they might not be the Patriots. Start not being the Patriots anymore. So far, that hasn't been to fruition. I'm betting on them after looking at them one game for still still being the Patriots. I was just checking on my phone about Corey Coleman because he just signed with the Pats. I don't know if he's going to be able to play right away. Because he signed on like Tuesday. But uh, this is a team that struggles drafting wide receivers, but they hit home runs on 
like acquiring yeah like they find yeah exactly that's what i was looking for castles so maybe down the line Corey coleman might be a player because dude he was a first round pick right i think that he might he might play himself in because they don't have a guy like that physically a big quick guy on the outside sometimes i think the jets dolphins and like browns are the new england patriots farm system (laughs) yeah just take their like just take their players and make them good yeah i mean they got good stuff going on i mean i personally like the patriots in this game I like the Jags. The Pats held up pretty well against Merciless, Jadavian, and Watt. Yo, Clyde Campbell, this whole Jags front seven, too, is, uh, is another huge test for them. The way I, you neutralize that, though, is you hit the you hit the backside of the backfield, you hit the tight end, you hit quick slants on the, the yeah, receivers, like Joe said. Their offense is very quick hitting. It doesn't it negates your pass rush. Right, but this secondary like is seconds. way better than the Texans secondary. Sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yep. This is the truth. That's a good point. I don't know. I just think that regardless of how it goes on defense, like if there's not a defensive score or whatever, or they're going to have to have a couple of turnovers because I don't think the Jaguars' offense is good enough to put up 25 points. We oh. got to see what Jalen Ramsey says tomorrow on Friday because that's like I mean, the he last. Said like, today, I'm not scared of no man in terms of guarding him. All right. Pats by 30. <laughs> <laughs> like, if he says nothing, I'll take the Jags. But if he says something, I'm taking the Patriots. I mean, uh, no, Jalen Ramsey's not saying nothing. Yeah, he's definitely saying Word. something. Even if it's like to no one, you just say it in the mirror. Word. Uh, all right, cool. Let's get to the next game here. We have the Dolphins at the Jets. Jets beat the shit out of the Lions. <laughs> there was a turnover every five seconds. I feel like I was watching a Madden game. Yo, let, let, let's get your uh, thoughts because we didn't get to break down those two games on on Monday. You guys, as Jeff fans, how hard is, are your cocks right now? That'll never happen again. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, <laughs> that's what I have to say. Like, that'll never that, happen. Again. That game was such a hard on because not only did Darnold play out of his mind, great outside of that first pass, he didn't really, he wasn't really relied on. You don't. That's have what to, I mean. I don't really think he really played out of his mind. But great. here's the thing. Like he he, defense, didn't, he didn't have a great game in terms of like a quarterback, but for what they gave him, he did as best as he possibly could. Hey, like yo, he, to bounce back from throwing a pick on your first that's what and, I was, and yeah, like I was Twitter impressive. exploded. They're like, yo, this legend, look at him go. It's like, yeah, yeah he came back. So yeah, he like, played well. It's the defense, though, man. That de- the, the, We've been saying that the, the Jets defense is underrated this whole season, I, this whole year so far. And something happened that never happens before with the Jets. The Jets got pressure. The Jets yes. put pressure on the there quarterback. There was a pass rush. There was a pass rush. Yeah. This never happens, people. You got to understand. We've been watching the Jets since, what, 2000? Probably, Something yeah, like that. Never a pass rush since John Abraham has there been no pass rush on this team. <laughs> For real. And we had a we were getting pressure on Stafford every single time, which makes which makes me think twice about that Lions prediction I had. Because I said, <laughs> I was going to say, because you, said you the hyped reason, up that offensive line. because of the offensive line, they did not look good. Yeah. And there's so, also turmoil in Detroit. Yeah, a lot of players man. don't really bang with Patricia. I have a feeling that I'm going to regret that one real quick. But maybe not. Anyway, for the, but, but about the Jets, dude, how can you do better? How could there be a better game? We even played well on special teams. Yeah, that house the punt. Yo, Andre, was it Andre Holmes? Not Andre Roberts. 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 That's Yo, a legend. That guy's Andre been on like nine different teams. Andre Roberts, yeah. Well, I, I thought that he was had like, Seth Roberts. I was like, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he had like 20 yards per return. Like even the non-touchdown, he was setting us up by like the 40, the 50. And he's he, we thought that was going to be a problem because Trent Cannon kept fumbling kickoffs and punts right. in the in the preseason. And here we go. We got we, we got a housed. I love it. Uh, I got to say as a Giants fan, I was it hurt. <laughs> it hurt watching that. Oh my god. It hurt because yo, look, as great as Barkley was in game one and as great as he'll be, his shelf life is eight, nine years. You're and being I'm generous. Reaching, <laughs> yeah. Right? Darnold in eight, nine years is gonna be twenty nine. Signing a hundred million dollar guaranteed contract. <laughs> da, da, da. 
I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> from your mouth to God's ears. Look, here's nah, the, here's nah, the, here's nah, the like we've seen this before. Yeah, it's completely different because this Why? kid's been highly touted since he was 14 that he was going to be this good. So was Mark Sanchez. Now from 14, and Sanchez played one year at USC. And what did he play? A year and a half? But I'm saying he's been highly recruited. Yo, this is a sure thing, just like luck kind of quarterback, where Sanchez wasn't. Yo, guys, can and we just... And Sanchez wanted to be on, like, GQ and shit. Guy was over there. Remember that picture? Eating hot like, dogs and shit. He's wearing white pants. What do you think this here. guy wants? He's <laughs> slipping his hair with Josh McCown. Exactly. Nah. He's, he's mad, like... <laughs> Cali. That's, that's the one yeah. thing missing from his uh, from his repertoire of the perfect quarterback. Swag? Not exactly. He doesn't have the swag. You don't want swag, we, bro. Can we just I got here? two Super Bowls. Less than, like, <laughs> negative that, swag. Yeah, definitely none, negative. None at all. Nick is over here, like... Hyping the Jets up. Like, I, I, I kind Yo, of have a boner from this only. I'm not going to lie. I'm telling you. And look, I kind of <laughs> think he's just like blowing smoke. Yo, if they, <laughs> if they go like 8-8 eight and eight this year, right? What does that set you up going forward? You guys can break the bank on math free agents for like two, they three years. They do have like 80-something million yeah, in the scout space. Yeah, and then from there, you'll be in the same situation that the, the Rams and the Eagles are. Oh Yo, God. Jets are making moves, man. I'll Yo. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Not for nothing that Avery Williamson signing. I told, I was telling mad people. I was telling our friend Dom who said we have no linebackers. Well, yeah, you also mentioned it. You also mentioned it here linebacker. as yeah. the addition, your biggest addition in the AFC. And he was. He was all over the place that whole game. Darren Lee out of nowhere looked like a first round pick for the first time in his life. I mean, last year he played well towards the end of the he season, did. so he was getting, he was improving, and he, I, I feel like the addition of of Williamson lets him play a little freer. Right. Didn't he have a pick too? He had two. He had pick six and a pick. <laughs> God, but they also did say they also said they knew uh, the hand signals and everything. They credited their preparation and their scouting. I mean, that's great. A ton. Nathan Shepard as well looks like the real deal out of the fourth round. Perry Nickerson had a had a good game as that a, was a pick. Yeah, as, that should have been a pick. It was out of the uh, the as a slot corner because Buster Screen went Buster Screen excuse me went down. That could be a blessing in disguise. He was PFF's like favorite pick in the draft or whatever like that. Yeah, so, I mean, what about the Dolphins here? They're playing the Dolphins. Yeah, I was going to say, so, like, they, they're they playing the Dolphins. And <laughs> Who are they playing? They're playing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we were just talking about the Jets. Well, we, we just live we this about, over and over again every no, no, Monday. No. They, they deserve it. They've been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they, I know, I know. A lot. So, yo, like, the Dolphins, um, that game was, I don't even know how to judge that game against Tennessee because, like, that shit took seven hours, six, seven hours. It's right, hard there was to say. There was, breaks in between how can you get any sort of momentum when you have to play that, like, stop? It's how serious injuries I, I really yeah. like their defense, too. I think their defense is being slept on. They have the pieces that you're looking for. They got three guys in the secondary that can make plays. You got Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick. You got Howard as one corner. And then you got Jones as safety, who I've always liked Jones's game. I feel like he's never in the discussion as a top McDonald, too, is back there. Them two as combo and then safety. Shady, everyone's hyping up the Rams additions. They lost Robert Quinn, who's been a premier pass rusher in the NFL the last like four or five years. They bring him over. You got Cameron Wake on the other side, Kiko Alonso in the middle. So their defense, I think, is going to surprise people. Tannehill, uh, I went back and I watched that video that we have on YouTube, youtube.com slash veterans minimum, cheap plug. Uh, we talk about the Dolphins and we say how, like Tim Tim said, how Ryan Tannehill, his, his career arc has been up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, He's not. He, he he's clearly an upgrade from Jay Cutler. Kenny Stills is his guy. Kenny Stills had a monster game. Amendola on third down and whatnot. I think this is a team that's being slept on. Like they're not going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the league, like you had said. Yeah, I, I take that back. Bills was definitely a good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kenyon Drake, pretty good. Yo, Frank Gore. 
Still got it. Still inconvenient got it. Truth. Hit, what is he gonna stop? I, that's the best nickname of all time. The inconvenient truth. Yeah, it's Gore. so funny. It's so good. Yo, when is this dude gonna slow down? He's not, bro. He's third on the all-time rushing list. That dude just keeps that's flying up the charts. That's the most absurd <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my yeah, life. He was a monster, bro. He's no, been I a know, monster. but third? Yeah, third. Look, he's good at what he does. At this point in his career, he can still bang. Hell he's yeah. Still banging. Hell yeah. He's not gonna break away a big run. But then again. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> he's a nice, he's a nice compliment to Kenyon Drake, like for goal line work too. Yeah. Like he's a bigger body. And also, though. yo, think about it. That's not a bad guy to learn from. Hell yeah, third all time. Yeah, but it's like, yo, this guy's still doing. He's 34, 35 yeah, years like, old. Yeah, like what tricks do you have? Yeah, bro? like yo, dude, uh, running backs are usually out the league by the time they're twenty nine. Show me, show me some shit. Let's not doing? forget this guy was also a workhorse at Miami. So he's been doing this, yeah, and, yeah. and with the Niners too, he was getting like three hundred carries. Workhorse, yeah. just for every years. year, workhorse. Word. Still doing it. Damn, I forgot he's coming to you. full circle. Yeah, Miami to Miami now. Uh, it's fire. I gotta say though, it would be very jet like if they just laid a complete egg, like I, a, like a thirty-one ten game. I'm right thinking the too. same thing, man. It just feels like that. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help but think about it. I, even in the picks that we made for <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Veterans Minimum Cheek Plug, we, I don't have it. I picked the Jets, but it's very low. It's like my fifth option. Like I'm, I'm not. Now, I, I have them pretty high. I had them high last week too. I was uh, like six and a half. <laughs> Yo, the Jets have a good team, man. They do. <laughs> they do. Boss is so reluctant to say things. He's like, yeah. yo, man. Because like, I, picked, I don't want to say Because it, I like... picked the Dolphins this week in our picks. Did you? Yeah. Wow. I mean, the Dolphins, I, I think the Dolphins have a good chance of winning this game as well. I'm, I'm not giving this to the... I'm not saying that this is... The Jets looked really good, but so did the Dolphins. And the Dolphins looked good under some crazy circumstances. There was a lot of... I don't think we talked about this. That game was delayed Seven over hours and over again. Yeah, 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 oh, okay, so we, we, we mentioned that. So... I, that's that's a lot to handle, and he handled it. Trust yeah. me, I know all about it. Delays. Our flight to Denver was delayed <laughs> six hours. So that was fucked. And I didn't even have to play a football game, and I wanted to kill myself. So your flight to Denver was delayed six yeah. hours. Oh yeah, and you had to stay in the airport. Bro, oh they yeah, said, they said the story the other day. Are you here? Good morning. What? Sorry, what? mushrooms on bro. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do mushrooms. <laughs> Yo, but not for nothing. I think Tannehill. Now nah, he. Oh, oh, I get it. Because mushrooms make your brain. Yeah, better. yeah. Being out last year was kind of a blessing in disguise. You got to sit out and learn the Adam Gase system, straight from the sideline all year. And I think it's it's gonna pay dividends this year. Like you said, his career trajectory has been up. And I think, I don't know. I think he's gonna have. A, he's in for a big year this year. We'll see. Um, I think the second best team in the NFC East, the Dolphins. That's impossible. AFC East. There we go. <laughs> they would be the second best Listen, team in the NFC. The Jets East, didn't have to. There. The Jets didn't have to defend the run all game, right? They scored on a pick six early, and, and the then Lions. they scored on three passing plays down the field out of out of half. The Lions have never been able to run yeah, the ball though with Lions. Stafford though. Right, so. but this is a test right now for yeah. the Jets coming in. I think that the Dolphins are going to try and run it down their throat. We'll see if Nathan Shepard is actually the real deal, or if I'm just so blinded by Jets love that I just love everybody. Uh, all right, cool. Let's get to the next game here. We got the Vikings at the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, we also what he did, went down early, was out. Deshaun Kaiser, the savior, <laughs> comes in, throws a pick. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Aaron Rodgers comes back and wins the game. Just unbelievable. That's what he, that's what he does. Um, Vikings, I guess they are who we thought they were. Yeah. They're a good team. Not a lot of holes. This is going to be a pretty good game. Is Aaron Rodgers going to play? We don't know. He says he says he is, but who knows? His number one target looks like he's going to play. Devonta Adams looks like he's going to play. He did everything that he would have done in practice, but he did it inside, so he was safe. So he he says he's feeling good and he's going to play. 
And this game depends on Aaron Rodgers. So let, let's just – we could all agree that the Vikings probably going to win if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. Yeah, there's no So let's agree to break it down game. as if Aaron no, Rodgers is going to play. They're going to win yes, if he doesn't play. Yeah. Deshaun Kaiser is awful. Right, so the Vikings will win. They so saw no Kaiser point. last year too in, in uh, London with the Browns. There you go. Even more reason. So let's Vikings. act like Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Yeah. All right. Uh, it, I think if the Vikings can go into Lambeau and beat the Packers – they already are kind of chasing the crown, right? They feel like they should have won last year. They were in the NFC Championship game. They ha- made a big-time improvement at quarterback, obviously. Can you take the crown? Are you fit for the crown? Yo, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was done. Oh, you were done? Uh, also, not only at quarterback, yo, Sheldon Richardson had a monster game last week for, uh, for them against the Niners. Uh, Mike Hughes, I think, is the first-round pick. He had a pick six. From um, UCF, I think it was a school, the cornerback that they drafted in the first round. Uh, this team really doesn't have any holes. Just across the board. They could rush the passer. They could cover people. They have a lockdown corner in Rhodes. Um, they're, they're just a complete team. The, the Alvin Cook looks good also. I mean, if Rodgers plays, would you want him to play, though? This is a team that, got, that hurt him last year, too. So, Anthony Barr, right? Yeah, it's just... And... And you're having issues blocking people anyway. So, like, why not just, just take the L here, let him rest up a little bit more? Because we still don't know what the injury is. It's like, He says it's a sprained knee. All we know is he might show up in, like, a knee brace and he's Phillip Rivers from when he tore his ACL. We have no idea because that looked like an ACL, especially when a guy gets stretched off and carted off and shit. That didn't look good. No, I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe it when I was, I was watching. I was just like, I can't. Believe. First thing that came to my mind was I'm gonna get fucked with my number one receiver being the Green Bay number one receiver <laughs> again. But honestly, but besides that, everyone first thought with injuries, like Nick always says that he hates this, is fuck. This is gonna fuck my fantasy team up. <laughs> but it, but these guys are like real people. For the NFL, shocked. man. For the NFL, like another season without Aaron Rodgers would have yeah. sucked, man. Not only Week that, but another season yeah. with Deshaun Kaiser. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week isn't going to be any easier. Though. Also, one thing I will say too: before Aaron Rodgers went down, they were still down. What twenty nothing? Yeah, and that was to the bear. I mean, the Bears' defense. Obviously, they got Khalil Mack. They're a good defense, like whatever. But that's worrisome too. Like this is an offense that we expected to be scoring like at will, and it's like you're down twenty nothing to the Bears. Are you sure it was twenty nothing? I'm pretty when, sure it was. It was like I think the game got out of hand after he got hurt. I'm pretty sure yeah. there were. It was like ten when nothing. he came back. No, well, when he came back, it was twenty nothing. No, but when he went down, they had zero points, and the Bears had at I think like ten or some shit. Ten, that I think, yeah. I don't think they were down twenty with him in the game, and then he got hurt. I think they because then because uh, one of the the touchdowns that they scored was Khalil Mack just. Absolutely, oh, yeah. just robbed yeah, Kaiser. That guy. Oh my god, that guy is something that else. Guy, yo, if you're if you're John Gruden, honestly, and you watch Khalil Mack completely run buck wild and cause mayhem with the Bears, and then you go to the next game and you gotta watch the nothing pass rush that the Raiders now have, just nothing. There's no pressure there whatsoever. Goff had forever in the pocket, and on top of that, you gotta watch that horrific offense. Listen to this, Amari Cooper. 93% of the snaps he's on the field. They were down in pass mode, and he caught one pass. That dude sucks. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying he sucks for three years, and no one's been listening. Yo, yo, hold on. That hold on, dude hold, sucks. Hold on. Are we sure? Are we sure Derek Carr is good? No. No, we're not. Because, like, yo, he made that one interception, which was 
comical. I'm still willing to give him time, but that was a bad, bad week one for him. By the way, just to confirm, it was ten nothing when he when he got hurt, yeah. and then it became twenty nothing. Yeah, how do we talk about the Raiders? How do we start talking about the Raiders? Well, the we Raiders talk about are Khalil Mack. Mack. Oh, right, that's yeah. a, they're a hot button team too. Everyone loves talking about. Oh, them. I will say this though about the Bears, the Bears in the second half like went into last year's Mitch Trubisky mode where they're like, yo, just dump it down, dump it down. We're not gonna you know open it up. The Vikings aren't going to do that if they're up 20 nothing, and they see you pushing the gun back. Kirk Cousins will sling. So, Right. Two totally different teams. The Vikings and the Packers are the class of the NFC North. This is a battle right here. I, I wouldn't – if I'm the Packers, I'm not playing Rodgers if he's not 100%, not even if he's 80%, honestly, because Everson Griffin, mm-hmm. like Scary you said, dude. Sheldon Richardson, Linville Joseph – all these guys are coming after him again. The Not, linebacking core of Hendricks and Barr. My opinion, best safety combo in the league, too. Yeah. So Harrison Smith and Sandejo. Sandejo. But um, it's just as bad as that Packers front seven. So if he's not all there, I'm, I wouldn't even play him because how are you going to run the ball? You're going to run the ball out of the gun the whole game? Because that's what they were in when he came back was two-step drops in the gun. So a lot to... A lot to still break down as we look forward to Sunday. Not only that, but Jamal Williams didn't look all that back there either. So it's like it's not you're, you're going to get a whole lot from him. Maybe you they will. were going back to Ty Montgomery too. Ty Montgomery was getting that carries. too. They were getting him in there even. Aaron Jones is still on a, a suspension. He'll be back the Next following week. Yeah. week. Um, but yo, question. I don't know. This might sound crazy. How how great is Aaron Rodgers if he's not mobile? Like, isn't part of his greatness the mobility? The Im- improv back there. I mean, I mean bro, I don't know how though. you could even ask that question when he wasn't mobile when I he think, came back in the uh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing, right. yeah, and one thing <laughs> I forgot about that second half. <laughs> and one thing that they were saying on the broadcast was the Packers practice that the Packers, the Packers practice when plays break down, do this. So you could say as part of their game script, Michael no, McCarthy saying, uh, no. is a good enough coach to easily like. Make plays that let Rodgers get rid of the ball a little quicker. He just and has make a him cannon, dude. Like, I don't even know if Mike McCarthy's that good of a coach. I think Rodgers has definitely yeah. helped him keep a job for 12 years. Really? You think so? Yeah. I think so. I don't Every know. Every time I he like goes Mike down. McCarthy. I think also the, no answers. I think that the organization has let him down. Because, like, yo, they've his playoff losses. I forgot where I was reading this. But his playoff losses have been where... He scored like over thirty points in all those games. Yikes! But the defense has given up like forty five, the thirty eight. Not for nothing too. Like that secondary yeah. looked good though for the first half. Yeah, well, I'd King hope so Alexander, with... uh, missing someone up there. Jackson. Jackson. Ha ha. He's a little overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no one said he can't improve. I just said at the time, motherfuckers. Bust, I mean, not over. Jesus. Bust. Hey, how about that Matt Ryan performance? All right, shut up. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get to the final game we have here. Uh, Chiefs at Steelers. Chiefs at Steelers. Chiefs uh, kind of went off. Well, Tyreek Hill went off. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey has yet to be seen. Uh, he had one catch, I think, last week. Um, but, I mean, the Chiefs look like they're rolling. Pat Mahomes had over 200 yards, threw a couple, four touchdowns, I think. Uh, their defense played pretty well, I guess. Uh, look, you, I was sitting right in that chair right there, uh-huh. and I said, Pat "There's Mah- no chair right there." I, I was right there, and I said, "Pat Mahomes is going to be the best quarterback in the draft." So I'm a big Pat Mahomes guy. Let's take it easy, everybody. All right, two of his touchdowns were little shovel passes that were basically handoffs. One of his touchdowns was like a six, seven yard slant that Tyreek Hill just ran to the house. Let's not crown this man already. I'm re- I'm especially not I'm not ready because. 
Tyreek Hill made those plays. I am all about it. Yeah, I think. Bro, they're running like the college offense for him. They're running like the Kareem Hunt across Tyreek Hill in front of the pitch. Like, it's all about deception. The stats look really good, but it's the perfect offense for him. And I think Andy Reid just looks like a genius of a coach that he is he's again. a genius. I'm not, I'm not saying that he's not the one. I'm just saying, like, I'm not ready yet because of the, if you look at just, like, the stats, it's like, all right, this one guy who made mad plays, Tyreek Hill, whatever. I still want to see him throw the ball around, get, get a fucking rapport with, with Travis Kelsey and shit. I mean, you got playmakers out there, man. I'm glad you bring that up because there is something there between him and, and Tyreek Hill because Mahomes is 21 to 24 since the start of the preseason when targeting Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Everybody else, 20 of 39. So there's something there. And like this dude. 21 re- of 24? Yeah. He said that there's never been a quarterback to overthrow me my whole time playing. And he's like, this guy could overthrow me. Because the guy's, you know, the, the peace sign boss likes to always send in the, in the <laughs> thing. So he reminds me of like a way faster Steve Smith, the one on the Panthers. where Because even though he's a tall, a tall, he's a small dude, he goes up there to get passes. Yeah, Like he's a tough SOB. And... There's just something that dynamic, yo. There's something, and like like you said, yo, they hung all these points with no help from another wide receiver, no help from Travis Kelsey, who I think is the best tight end in football. Minimal uh, help from Hunt. Yeah. So it's like it's like it's really the Mahomes and Hill show, but there is there is a chemistry there that's going to be hard to uh, break down if you're a defense. Yeah, I want to see him. I, I want to see some like crazy shit. I want to see him play the Steelers. I want to see him play uh, coach in a organization that doesn't get blown out very often and that doesn't let people throw four touchdowns and i want to see how he responds to a close game and on the flip side i also want to see more of james connor we had a good week one mm-hmm. let's see if you're the real deal again against uh, he did fumble Chiefs. a big fumble that cost him a win sure i mean but you know he had a great game yeah i mean did. people fumble they tied but the browns <laughs> i mean i'm saying it personally wasn't I, a great game for the, for the city of pittsburgh like, but... people who say they don't miss Le'Veon bell they still tied the browns yeah, yeah, but the dude had 192. Don't matter. You don't do yards. everything Le'Veon Bell does in terms of lining up out wide. How many times did you line up out wide? Sure, that uh, I'm with you on that. But still, like, what more do you want the guy to do? I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about Le'Veon Bell needs to get paid. It doesn't. I don't, help, I don't think it helps his case when your backups do well. It when definitely you're not in doesn't. There. Doesn't because we saw they the Angelo game. Yeah, Yo, you don't need Le'Veon Bell to win the Super Bowl. You don't. It'd you don't nice. need the only player you need to Bro, win Super Ben Bowl. Roethlisberger threw three picks and looked highly ineffective. What the hell does that got to do with Le'Veon Bell? I mean, Le'Veon Bell just helps everyone. He makes everyone better. All right, but he's I mean, not. But I'm saying you don't. If James Conner continues to be even close to what he was week one, you don't need Le'Veon I mean, Bell at all. Okay, I'm with Joey on that, dude. You don't. All right. That's that's it's common not like sense. It's, I understand it. I understand okay. it. And I yo, had, James Conner did look good. Why? Why though? Why would you need him? Because yo, they look what they they did. Who did they beat? Who did they tie? Like they didn't beat anyone. But that's not James Connor's fault. I'm not saying it's James Connor's so fault. So then, why would you need to upgrade in that because position? Because he why helps you look the whole elsewhere? offense. How much more can you help? Dude. Enough to beat the Browns. What? Look, bro, Dikembe Mutombo. So he's gonna have 250 yards. Dikembe Mutombo was a good player, and he's an adequate center. But if you have a chance to get David Robinson, you put David Robinson in there, and that's the same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Bro, no. Why no? Because it's a different sport, and that's a five-on-five <laughs> sport that it's like whatever. I know. It's an I analogy. Like that. I kind of like that. I kind of like that analogy. Like, but like it's, that it's analogy. different, bro, because it's like in this in this game, the running back, bro, if my running back fucking performs like James Conner did every single week, 
He's the best running back in the fucking league. It's true. All I'm saying, like, that's why in the beginning of this, I said, I want to see more of James Conner to see if he's the real deal or not. If he continues to have great games, you, if he has 80 yards and a touchdown in the next game, it's like, all right. And then the next game, he, he has another good game. It's like, all right, do I need to break the bank on this guy? Or can I just have a serviceable running back who's playing better than most running backs in the league? So why, and would, they trade him? Else? why would they trade him? I don't that's, that's not what that's the Steelers their do. Shit. That's I don't why. know. Steelers don't trade people. That's that's their. They don't shit. do it. They don't do it. They don't trade. All I'm saying is, if I could save money on a running back I mean, and still have one like a better running back thing. in the league, I could pay someone else. So who would you trade him to if you're Pittsburgh? Just uh, give me. Give me it don't matter. That's fucked up to the player. Of course it's fucked up. 100. percent It's my fault. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would want. You're handcuffing the player. If you're not gonna pay him, you might as well get rid of him. What are you, sure, but like they're thinking it's probably hand- like. Yo, yo, by the way, you're they're idiots because you could have been paid him. Before this girly contract, before the Khalil Mack and Aaron, Do- all this money, you could have paid them already and just have them locked in. You'd be chilling. They didn't want to. I would. I don't blame that. Fran- Look, this is a franchise that has no problem moving on from star players. They don't really pay and, anyone. And yeah, and going in house to replace it. No, this team has has a long history of doing this. A very very long history. Yeah, but at the same and time, bro, it's like there's exceptions to the rule. Nah, but they're and very cheap. And that's Antonio Brown and it's Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I paid them. Don't guess, don't be surprised when the time comes where Antonio Brown's time is up and everyone's like, why are the Steelers treating him this way? And he gets this treatment. But at least this he is got what paid. He does. This He's is what they do. It would make more paid. sense to pay Le'Veon Bell when you think he about it because he, he catches and he runs. And, and when you have a too. shitty quarterback, when, when Ben leaves, if you have fucking Landry Jones out there, at least you can turn around and hand it off. With Antonio off. Bell, you got to fucking throw him the ball. Randolph. What? Hmm? What'd you say? Mason. Yeah, Mason oh, Mason Rudolph. Mason, Mason Rudolph. Well, yeah, yeah. Still well there, Josh right? Dobbs is the backup. Oh, yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Is fucking Landry Jones still there? I think he's cut. I think oh, he's cut. probably he's cut. Whatever. Josh Dobbs, baby. We, 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 we get, get the idea behind. There, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Josh Dobbs. Mad but, uh, So we could debate all this oh, This all we want. <laughs> what? But at the end of the day, Le'Veon... He's a wave of disease. What? Oh, like alopecia? Oh, it's like alopecia. All right. At the end of the day, they're not playing with Bell this week. So Bell's definitely out of the Another week. Yeah. So this week... I think that the Steelers have a great chance of bouncing back. I think that I really look, like I said, I think that Kansas City played very well. They were playing a Chargers team without Joey Bosa, which is you saw the difference between the Chargers yeah. defense with and without Bosa last year. I think that that difference is, it remains. You saw that you you see how much a dominant pass rusher can change a game. Whether it was the Texans last week, whether it was the Bears last week, a dominant pass rusher changes everything. The, the Vikings adding Sheldon Richardson, um, the Jets getting a, get, getting a pass rush, so. I think that the Steelers need this game. They want to bounce back. They're at home. Their first game at home. Big Ben historically plays better at home. And I just think that although the Chiefs could be the real deal, and I'm not saying they're not, I just think everyone's jumping on this bandwagon a little too early. Now, if he's doing this for four weeks in a row, I'm on. I just think that the reason why Mahomes is different is the thing that MP always says about how he got Andy Reid too. And it's also my, like, philosophy with young qbs if you got an offensive mind with you it's gonna only help you mm-hmm. so the fact that he has he has the weapons yo we didn't even mention sammy watkins because he he didn't do nothing he, he doesn't deserve mentioning but it's like yo you still got that guy and you did pay him big money so he's gonna be involved in the offense one way or another and you have andy reed who has made a lot of quarterbacks look good hell he got alex smith paid that's mm-hmm. impressive so I think that with Mahomes, I think Mahomes is the real deal. The throw that he made on the run on like third and nine inside was, their end zone, it, it was yeah. I went back and watched it like five six times. It's crazy how the camera angle. It looks like the ball is is like this high off the ground. It's just a 
laser. It's crazy. Yes, 40 sir. yards downfield to Tyreek Hill. He got the genes. His dad, Pat Mahomes, was a major league pitcher through 98 miles an hour. Damn. I will say that it's been a hard place for Kansas City to go play. Pittsburgh has now it is with they're gonna be without Bell, the triple B's. Now it's BBC. Leave it at that. Pitch black. It's Bell Ben. I mean, it's Ben Brown Connor. I was thinking the British <laughs> Broadcasting Channel. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, someone's watching some type of internet. <laughs> you on the hump, dog? What's Yo, up? that's mad funny, though. Yo, Lex Steele and you're in your I mean, that's why he's said it. Come on, bro. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but everyone always says the Triple B. Yo, but now BBC it's BBC. is so funny, man. <laughs> so I really they... hope Bell wants to come back for that reason, bro. <laughs> yeah, just stay out a couple more. Oh, so now yeah, we're about to get this big play Yo, by the way, I haven't heard that anywhere. I'm just, you know, I have issues. So no, I honestly, that that's, that's really good. Oh, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you're supposed to hear it is PG. That's Yo, now we just got to keep every single week they beat somebody. We just got to make like a fake Pornhub thing. This is like, oh, like. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like, was a chip. Little, 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 little tiny chief gets BBC. <laughs> Put the BBC and then just put like did like the little options. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I love oh it. man, that's funny. Um, but this is gonna be. <laughs> I can't even think about anything else. That shit is funny. Oh man. Um, you're a Chiefs guy though. Big time. Big time Chiefs guy. Uh, I don't know who I like in this game. To be honest with you, I wish this game was Week Three because then I'd have an answer. But I do want to see more of James Conner. I do want to see more of Pat Mahomes. I do want to see like. Other people get involved on the offense over there. I want to see Kareem Hunt start making the next step and shit. Like I just, I don't want to see like Tyreek Hill just making mad plays. Like people have games like that. Is that a one off? I mean, you're Tyreek Hill. He makes his his fucking plays every year. But is that just gonna that you can't win for every game that way? That's you know what, what I mean. You also have to take into consideration that remember Nick Andy Reid is the best coach ever off a of bye week, right? Yeah. Sky has six months to prepare for this team. Not for nothing, the Chiefs always layeth the smacketh down on every Ooh. person that they play week one. Remember last week, last year they yeah. nailed the Patriots. So I'm not. I, I just want to. I'm not against being on the Chiefs bandwagon. I'm trying to get on there. I just want to. I just want to pump the brakes just a little bit and just see what's happening. And if it comes to the Steelers at home, I think the Steelers are going to take care of business this week. All right, um, picks. Mm-hmm. Let's nah. get to those picks, man. My favorite uh, boss, three and zero. Boss, boss, my three and zero. I went two and one. Three and zero. You already know. I went two and one, and uh, Nick and Tim both went one and two. Mm-hmm. So I got boss, you guys right where yo, I fucking want you. Dwellers. I got yeah. you right where Me I want you. Me and Boss are at the top now. We usually start off in the bottom and shit, but now the tables have turned. Bro, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, boss. Sorry, right, three zero this week for 12 me. Twelve and four. Damn, yo, you're you're coming off a hot rate. season and you're continuing to be hot, bro. I'm, you got the confidence picks pool last year and now you're in a top ten. I made you a couple hundred dollars for the first time in my life last week. Nice course. That's a nice course. <laughs> there you go. Overall, I'm profiting at the FanDuel book. So, all right. You know what I'm saying? I'll this lead year. off since I came in. Uh, all right. I'm in last. Uh, I am going with the Carolina Panthers, plus five and a half points going into Atlanta. No Neal, no Deion Jones, both on IR. And uh, Christian McCaffrey should have himself a nice game. I think Carolina is too good defensively up front. We don't know what the status of Devontae Freeman is going to be. I think Carolina keeps that game close. Uh, Might even pull off the upset. And then Tim is going to be super horny coming in Monday to just shit on Matt Ryan. Uh, So Carolina plus five and a half. Uh, I'm going with another underdog, uh, Seattle plus three and a half Monday night in, uh, soldier, soldier field against the bears. Um, 
I think that people are overreacting to the defensive performance by Khalil Mack. And look, they did end up blowing a big lead in which they knew that they were going to have to, th- that the Packers were going to have to throw from behind. So I'm taking Seattle uh, plus three and a half. And then I'm going to take the New York Giants. I switched my pick because uh, the Eagles game kind of scares me a little bit. I'm going to also take the Giants plus three and a half. Three dogs. Three dogs, yeah. Doghouse. Three dogs. The Giants are plus three and a half? Yeah, that's what it was on the Ooh, uh, on the thing. Right? We're using we're using the picks from CBS, so I'm pretty sure it was three. I mean, and a half. I made I made the mistake, but holler at that. With that, you took the Giants also. Yeah, bedtime. <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, so two and a half. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I think the Giants win that game. Are you sure it's not three? That is a uh, nice check. Sure? guys. This is our check. first. This is our first ever. Well, this is the first of this season. Loser leaves town match. I think whoever <laughs> loses that game in Dallas is coming in last place in that division. Oh, boy. All right, Tim, what do you got? Uh, I have that Philly game. I am not scared of that Philly game because I think that uh, Philadelphia... Uh, this is going to be like a, uh, hey, Tampa, we know who you really are, and we're about to expose that. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is, what, 35 now? And there's some metrics that say he had the best game that any quarterback has ever had, ever. And they only won by eight. So if <laughs> so if you comp- if you are on the Bucks bandwagon this year, good. Stay there. Yeah. I'm on the other side. Philly minus three and a half. Uh, I think New England's going to be the old New England. They're going to Jacksonville and they're going to take care of business. Minus two and a half at Jacksonville, like for all the reasons I said earlier. And I got the Giants plus two and a half at the Cowboys. Uh, Travis Frederick Frederick is one of the biggest loss. I heard one bookie, uh, uh, not bookmaker, excuse me, say that. Uh, he is the biggest non-quarterback loss that any offense can have. So that's high praise for him. And you saw uh, pressure constantly up the middle last game. And I think the Giants are going to have their way with that defense and get pressure on Dak. And I think the Giants take the game. Uh, so I'm happy to take the points. On the like traditional Sunday night football game, week two, Giants and Cowboys. They usually open up, so it's nice that we got a week two. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I go, I go. You're you're in first place. So not he's, used he's to this. In uncharted territory here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start with my least favorite pick. Um, I don't know why I'm taking this game, but I had to take a dog, so I'm gonna take the Panthers getting five and a half. I just think that's a lot of points in a game like this, where I think it's closer than most people think. Like these are teams I think finished the same last year. No, the Panthers finished one game better. Oh, they were 11 and a half, 10 minutes. Yeah, so I don't know. Five and a half points in a game like this, I'm like, I feel like that's a lot. It's the only like real game that I'm looking at that I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? But I also was wrong on my dog last week, so there goes that. I was going to pick that game, but Cam Newton is historically bad against the Panthers. I mean, the, the Falcons. Like, historically, that's the worst team he plays. I'm hoping because of how week one went that it follows the same thing where it's like, dude, just fucking run. Yeah. Just run the ball. Because that's when, the best game. When he just starts running the ball, if they keep that going throughout the whole season, like, dude, run the ball, Cam. Please, God, for me, for my sake. Uh, I, I'm also taking the Patriots minus two and a half for the reasons I said before. I'm not a big Jags, Jags offense guy. Uh, I think the the Patriots are going to move the ball. They're going to score points, and I don't think the Jags can keep up with that. I mean, I'm sure their defense is great, but we're also talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He could throw the ball to me. So the, the greatest. So let's let's uh, win by three. Give me a break. Come on. Um, and my last pick, I'm taking the Chargers minus seven and a half. I am on the Bills bandwagon, ladies and gentlemen. I am on the bandwagon for all the wrong reasons. This team's terrible. Uh, <laughs> the Chargers, the, you know, the Ravens kicked the shit out of the Bills. 
and the Chargers have a better offense than the Ravens. Uh, I think so. Oh, please. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. I'm playing. <laughs> Don't do it. God uh, help us if you It's with the Randy Jackson dog, please. Hey, but I think that the Ravens offense is significantly underrated. I think Joe Flacco's this year's Alex Smith. Shut up. Whose picks are these? Sorry. I don't give a fuck about the Ravens. You're asking me. I'm not asking you. You're right. I said I think it's, <laughs> I said they do have a this better is, offense than Baltimore. This is revenge for you making fun of me for for nine straight episodes <laughs> in a row. <laughs> so, I'm taking the Chargers minus seven and a half. I think that is light work. I mean, I think the fucking Chargers might score 20 points a game and like I don't think the fucking Bills can put up 10. So if 10, if that, if they can. Seven and a half, I think, is a breeze for the Chargers. And I just jinx that. So anyway, that's going to be a blowout there in uh, in Buffalo. So enjoy that. Um, what do you got, boss? I got the crown after week <laughs> one. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I got Dolphins plus two and a half against the Jets. Uh, <sighs> I want to see if it's not the same old Jets. What are you laughing at? You're betting against your 3 0. You're, you're betting against your team. Yeah, I mean, you know. This is why he wins. Yeah. So. Bet uh, against the Jets is a pretty good strategy. Fair game. Uh, Jamal Adams says the culture has changed. Uh, I got to see it two weeks in a row. It's the home opener. They might come up too psyched up. And uh, I don't know. We're going to see them have to defend the run. So I like the, the Dolphins there plus two and a half. I got the Chiefs plus five and a half against the Steelers. Uh, last year it was Todd Haley was the issue. He's out of town. Ben starts slow again week one. He started slow last year for a couple weeks. So I think that continues. And I got the Chiefs with the points. And then I got the Broncos at home. Minus five and a half against the Raiders. Pretty similar defenses, I think. There's a lot of talent up front for the Broncos with Von Miller uh, and Chubb coming after you. Petco stopping the run. So I think it's going to be another long week for the Raiders. Uh, give me the Broncos at home. Minus five and a half. Damn, I really like that Broncos pick. I think yeah, the Broncos, yo, if Case Keenum doesn't throw three fucking picks, like they handily win that game. Like their offense looked good. They were moving yeah. the ball. That's one of my top picks in the. In the overall as well. The Broncos game? Yeah, the Broncos game. Same. I like the Broncos. Um, Although, you don't know how bad the Raiders are quite yet, because the Rams are very, very good. I'm prepared to go 5-1. and one. <laughs> You hope it's the Jets pick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Uh, I also hope to go 5-1 and one after this. But anyway, that is our show. Tim, where can they find you? Can, can I just say one thing before we go? Just one thing. Where you, uh, they can find you? No, nah, I just want to say rest <laughs> in peace to Mac Miller. Uh, he... Uh, it was a big influence on me, and we make fun of these people and, and a lot like Josh Gordon or Martavis Bryant because they have these issues and they can't stay on the field, but addiction is a real bad thing, mm. and uh, just try not to be so judgmental because you can be the best person ever and the best artist ever, in my opinion. He was my favorite artist ever, and you could still have demons and you could still be losing a battle that no one even knows you're fighting, so... Uh, Rest in peace, Mac Miller. And that's it. Uh, you can find me at Tim Patrava on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. Uh, at Brodo Fantasy for a breakdown of every single fantasy viable player. Even the ones that aren't fantasy viable will tell you that they're not fantasy viable. Every single week, two episodes every week drop Wednesday night. Go check it out. Cool. Nick, where can they find you? You can find me at The Lamb Show on all social media um you could find the sports betting and dfs show we had uh, rick rosen from boom dfs come on and break down the lines with mb and i we uh tells you about that website as well what's different about it from uh DraftKings and fanduel um and what else was it oh uh plays and fades returning once again uh this week oh, oh the waiver wave also sorry ig exclusive this week this year at and 27 on twitter and the gram 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Instagram, Veterans underscore Minimum. Guys, we're going to have a lot of content coming out on the Instagram, so definitely go follow that. And, uh, yeah, that is all. See you guys next time. Go good.